All right, your morning show is on the radio. Good morning, Kelly Perry. Good morning, Brandon Baxter. So here we are. Today is Thursday, September the 24th of 2020. It's National Punctuation Day. Oh, you'll love today. I love using punctuation. It's also Cherry's Jubilee Day, and it's Remember Me Day. This is about the animals in shelters. Don't forget Mm. about them. They might need to be adopted. So think about that today, September 24th. My son turns 11 tomorrow. Aww. I still remember that feeling of, oh my gosh, we're about to have a baby. I cannot imagine Uh, you. No, imagine the two of us. No, I can't. Because if you think I'm a hypochondriac, she's a... You are. She's pretty good at it, too. (laughs) So 11 years ago, we were freaking out. How have y'all survived this far? And if I'm right, it seems like... It seems like 11 years ago, September 24th, might have been on a Thursday. Because I think we had him on a Friday going into the weekend. I think. So, mm-hmm. interesting. Mm-hmm. I'll give you a little tidbit on what he did to me that I didn't realize. I don't know if he played a joke on me or if it was um, accidental. But I realized when I got in my truck this morning that it stunk really, really bad. <laughs> and don't you hate that? Like when you have like yes. remnants, the the remnants of food or something in yes, your truck. Yes, I do. So I'm looking around to see if I drop something and I don't see anything. I look back in the back seat and I don't see anything until I get out of the truck just a minute ago and I go and look and I realize, oh, he left a ice cream in the little cup holder oh, in my truck. And it's all melted? Well, for about three days. The weird thing was the ice cream seemed like it came back together. It's like milky. But no, it wasn't. Soury. But it was soured. So I have the smell of sour milk ice cream in my truck this morning. Hmm. But the weirdest part was I expected it to all be liquid and somehow it wasn't. Did you eat it? Well, just one taste. (laughs) That's really (laughs) disgusting. Let's throw one back on this day in country music with Brandon Baxter in the morning. So the year was 2004 and Keith Urban had the number one song in country music on this day. Sixteen years ago today. Out on the roof just the other night, I watched the world flash by. Headlights, taillights, running through a river of neon signs. But somewhere in the rush, I felt we're losing ourselves. And days go by.
Celebrities, Brandon Baxter in the mornings got you gossip. Got you gossip on Gigi Hadid and Zayn Malik. We have a pop star and his supermodel girlfriend welcoming their first child. So Zayn Malik from One Direction, now he's a solo artist, 27. Gigi Hadid is 25. They're so excited to have this new baby girl in their lives. Zayn Malik wrote on Twitter, our baby girl is here, healthy and beautiful. He goes on to say, to try to put into words how I'm feeling right now would be an impossible task. The love I feel for this tiny human is beyond my understanding. Now, Gigi Hadid said on her social media, our girl joined us Earthside this weekend and she's already changed our world. So in love. So congratulations to Gigi Hadid and Zayn Malik. Got you gossip on Machine Gun Kelly. So he's been talking recently about the instant connection he felt with his now girlfriend, Megan Fox. He said he didn't think love existed until he met her, and this relationship has been a life-changing experience. He went on to say that he didn't know what love was until he made eye contact with her, and then he said, I knew it was love at first sight. Machine Gun Kelly went on to say that Megan is his first experience with love, and um, while he was making his first or his latest album, he fell in love for the first time. So anyway, we'll see. Yeah, we'll see how that goes. So Hillary Duff is talking about, well, one of the big stories on her over the last number of years was that after she had her baby, she ate the placenta. Now, not directly. She didn't get a knife and a fork and go right into it, but she did have the people at her house make her a placenta smoothie. She says the weird thing was that she really couldn't taste the placenta. Like if you're thinking it has a weird taste, it doesn't. She says it tasted much like strawberries and bananas in her smoothie. Hmm. She said eating the placenta was all about uh, trying to give you energy and nutrients and to balance your hormones. But Hillary Duff does say that she doesn't really think she would do that again. I'm just going to take her word for it. And Elton John has rescheduled his tour dates. You know, originally he was scheduled to play this year and then we were talking about postponements. Right. And now it looks like his uh, tour date's going to be all the way to... 2022 and he's 73 and he didn't want anyone to think hey he's not doing well he's sick or whatever he says that he's fighting fit and healthier than ever and he's ready to go now i know people that have seen elton in concert oh yeah and they say it's amazing no they say he's fantastic 2022 is when (laughs) he will be back in the u.s yeah the simmons bank arena north little rock has the date set as january 29th of 2022 all right so let me just remind you this is only 2020 that's not the January of next year. It's the January of the next what is year. Happening? But so many great songs from Elton John. Sing 
hear this one. Thank you. Ooh, I don't have the hook set on this one. Can I go and try? Can I just try something? Yes, yeah, sure. Because I don't have this one set, yes. but this is a good one as well. Let's see if we have this. Oh, yeah. I think I like this show. Get ready, January 29th of 2022, Elton John. What was her name? I don't know. Kiki? I don't know it. Kiki what? It starts with a D. <laughs> I have no idea. Kiki D. Her name's Kiki D. (laughs) (laughs) All good moms make these jokes. (laughs) The cool ones, at least. John is headed to North Little Rock in like a year and a half. (laughs) And of course, every morning here on Brandon Baxter in the morning, we got you gossip. Brandon Baxter in the morning. Do you still have TikTok on your phone? I do. All right. What does the image look like? What do you call it? The graphic? The picture? The little... um... Thumbnail oh, the, thing? What'd you call it? It's like a it's like a black little music note. Oh, there a white is. music note. Yeah. But what do you call it? The screen thing? I don't... Oh, really, an app? Your app? It really made me feel old, though, and I didn't know what to call the thing. Okay, yeah. so are you watching something? No, it just pops on. Like a video will pop on if you open TikTok. Yeah, I know, but I keep my volume on. Well, my it's turned down. It was I'm loud. So it was sorry. so loud. Okay, my, it's completely off now. I have some new follows on here. Uh oh. Yeah, nothing posted though. So Brandon on KFIN, <laughs> if you're on TikTok, I will eventually figure out how to do that. Yeah. Maybe. I don't maybe. Know. Yeah. Maybe I'm too self conscious for TikTok. Hmm. Or maybe do you think we've passed the uh, cutoff? Like the expiration date? Yep. <clears throat> we've expired. I don't think so because there's a bunch of people our tender young age yeah. on there. Yeah, so we should go ahead and join, I guess. Uh, There's a new trend on TikTok, though, where people are pretending to be their spouses. So you see a lot of husbands acting like their wives Mm -hmm. or wives acting like their husbands. And, like, we all know what we could do that's funny. Yes. Like, we we know our people, Mm -hmm. and we know what's funny about them and quirky, and we know how to make fun of them. But. But. Does it hurt feelings? (laughs) That's what I'm afraid of. 
I'm afraid if I did that, she would never forgive me. I feel like I know what you would do to imitate her. What? And I feel like I know what she would do to imitate you. Okay, give it to me. Well, you, you, Go ahead and give me. What, what would I do to imitate her? You would automatically change your voice. And you would start talking like this. And then she would tell me she doesn't sound like yes, that. Yes, because she doesn't. And I will take up for her. She does not sound like that. Why did like you that. do that? Why do you make me sound like this, like this? <laughs> okay, that's true. <laughs> Can and I you t- would you would put on you would get some kind of something and put your hair in um, a bun, a messy bun, and you would get it like a cup of coffee or something and be like, "I'm homeschooling my son." I'm just sitting down. I need a break. Yeah, you would do something like that. You had a break for eleven years. Hers would be so much more funny than yours. No, it wouldn't. Yes. Why would it be funny? I think most of the wives can imitate their husbands a lot better. Let me tell you what happened. We did this bit. We went to a Jana Kramer concert in Louisville. And they brought up different couples, and one of the deals on the stage was they wanted me to imitate Leslie and Leslie to imitate me on stage in front of a crowd of people. You didn't do it, did oh, you? Oh, I did it. And I don't think it went over very well. <laughs> did you talk like that? So in that moment, I'm up there on stage in front of, you know, the whole place, it's like thousands of people, it feels like, and I'm up there on stage, and Jana Kramer's with me, and Mike Cawson is with me, and I'm imitating my wife to crickets. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm like, oh, this feels All rude. the females got real mad at you. Yeah, because they were so defensive. It was uh-huh. kind of a female-driven show. And I was yeah. like, oh, this is a big <laughs> mistake. So today, are we going to do this? No, I'm just saying it's a TikTok trend. I think you should do it. Imitate that. your husband. What would he say? Oh, I'd, say, I'd do some hi yas and I'd say it's all good. It's all and, good, man. Yeah, it's all good. It's all good. What would hey. he say about you? Oh, uh, gosh. Neurotic, crazy. He would probably just start being very loud and... Ranting. Yeah. Over the top. What? I don't really like where this is headed. <laughs> Brandon Baxter in the morning. Sometimes in life you run into people who are critical of you. They could be critics. They could be people on social media. We let them bother us a little bit. Mm-hmm. We shouldn't, but we do. But actually, the person who's the most critical of you, typically in most situations, is you. Self-critical, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. Because I say all the time, you know, people are going to hear this, or they're going to do this, and who's going to be the hardest on my performance? Me. Right. Because most people aren't paying that much attention. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Yes. <clears throat> but there are some things in life that uh, we look back at, and we realize that uh, we're really too hard on ourselves. And what are we hard on ourselves about? Let me run through some of this, and you tell me if you can check these boxes, Okay. Some people feel that they uh, are hard on themselves because they always compare themselves to other people. Yeah. You check that box. Mm-hmm. Some people feel bad because they don't feel like they push themselves hard enough. They wish they would have pushed themselves a little mm-hmm. further. And I think that especially happens when you're younger. Yes. You know, like, and I look back on it now, like, why didn't I work a little bit harder when I was 21? Why did I stop taking those piano lessons in sixth grade? Yeah. So what are the things that maybe we should have kept up with? They say a lot of people are hard on themselves about plans that they didn't accomplish, things that they wanted to do that just didn't happen, didn't come to fruition. So we beat ourselves up about those things. A lot of people are tough on themselves and hard on themselves about their weight. Mm -hmm. And I can see that, man. When you go back, because I was, I go through time hop, yeah, and I have these phases of weight, yeah. and you know, it's like, okay, every, the, I know four years ago today I was in really skinny shape, <laughs> and then last year I was in puffy shape. You know, it's yeah, it's one of those deals. But we we uh, are so hard on ourselves based on weight, uh, all of us. Yeah, especially probably even more so for ladies, mm-hmm. right? They say that we get hard on ourselves and down on ourselves about not exercising enough. Definitely, you know, because you want to, and you have all these good intentions, and then life. 
Yeah. Again, these are things that we regret that we're the hardest on ourselves about. Uh, People are hard on themselves, and I get this too, mentioning Time Hop, about how we look in photos. Yeah. Like, oh, I wish I looked better in that photo. Oh, that's a good one of her, but not of me. Right. Or at the time, you remember in that photo how big you felt, and then then now you sit and you're like, oh my gosh, I was so little. Yeah. And you're like, wait a minute. What the heck happened? Yeah. They say that people often regret things that they've said or done, and they're hard on themselves about things that they've said to somebody or that they've done that they wish they could take back. But guess what? You can't Mm -hmm. turn back time. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And then finally, this is the thing that we're the hardest on ourselves about, and I think all of us can probably check this box as well. Bad decisions. Yeah. Bad decisions we've made in the past that in hindsight, in the rearview mirror, we can see them clear as day. But in the middle of the moment, you get caught up in the moment, in the emotion, and you don't see it. So many of us, we can probably check most of those boxes. Many of us are probably too hard on ourselves. Maybe what we should do is just enjoy what we have in the moment. Definitely. And you can't change the past. Brandon Baxter in the morning. I do want to say, I can tell because early this morning I woke up, like I was, I was actually sick all day yesterday, and it started the day before, but I felt really bad yesterday, and I faked it. I faked the whole show. Well, and I faked telling you that you looked sick. Yeah, and you're then like, after you're the like, show. You are like, do I look sick? And I'm like, no, you look great. And But I could see the glossiness, and mm. you were a little flushed. Like, I knew it. But you're the kind, if uh-uh. I play into it, Mm-mm. the whole morning is over. I did say multiple I'm times, sick. I'm sick. Leave me alone. I'm sick. Like, if if you say I'm sick one more time. Yeah, but I just want you to know I'm sick. I didn't realize you could tell I was sick because I thought I was faking it. Because we had a lot to do. We had all these interviews in the Breakfast Club and all that, Mm -hmm. and I had to act like I felt good. And that's tough. Like, to talk in front of all these people who Mm -hmm. listen all across the area and then not feel good and have to fake it. Because I don't want to fake it. I want to be me, but I was faking it. Yeah. So, anyway, I feel better today. You asked me when, when you first saw me this morning, do you feel better? I said, I'm not really sure yet. Yes, you're like, it's it's too early to tell. Yeah, give me a few hours to be awake. The show's over in a few hours. I'm just saying, I think I feel better today. So, good. Yeah. I'm no longer sick. Mm-mm. I know this sounds crazy. Believe me, I know it. It's crazy. That sounds kind of crazy. You must be crazy. And people are crazy. 21-year-old Ray was a student at the University of St. Thomas in St. Paul, Minnesota. And on three separate occasions, he called in a fake bomb threat on the campus. You want to know why? Why is that? Because he hadn't done his homework. Oh, no. Guys, not a good idea. No. I guess the old my dog ate my homework trick wasn't extreme enough for this guy. And he used an app that blocks your phone number. But federal investigators were able to trace the numbers back to Ray eventually oh anyway. Gosh, yeah. He just pled guilty to making a false threat and he'll be sentenced later this year. But speaking of not finishing homework, little Davey comes back from school and he tells his dad, Dad, the teacher asked a question and I was the only one with the answer. Really? His dad, all proud, said, great job, son. What was the question? Timmy replies, excuse me, Davey replies, who didn't do their homework? Yeah. He raised his hand. Oh. He didn't do his homework. His dad was so proud, Brandon. I think I'm feeling sick again. And there's more proof that people are crazy. Uh, I'm sick. I want to leave. I'm sick. Brandon Baxter in the morning. So there was a news that broke during the show yesterday about the passing of Joe Laurinaitis. He was in the Legion of Doom, the Road Warriors, WWE Superstar and Hall of Famer. Um, And it was wild because that really became, you know, worldwide news. Mm -hmm. 
And then I started telling my wife about it. She saw it on uh, on something, and she's like, hey, the Road Warrior animal died. Weren't you a big fan of the Road Warriors when you were a kid? And I'm like, oh, my gosh. They were my favorite team because they were the big, strong, muscled-up, tattooed guys, and you know they'd come out and just beat people up. Mm-hmm. So, of course, if you grew up as a, as a wrestling fan, fan like I did, you probably have these memories of the Road Warriors coming out to the Black Sabbath song, Iron Man, and people would go crazy. Like, literally... They would call the reaction they got the Road Warrior Pop. Because the crowd would lose their mind. So anytime throughout the rest of wrestling, somebody got a great reaction. Hey, it was like a Road Warrior Pop, which was kind of cool, right? And they'd come out, they'd march to the ring, they'd beat people up, and they'd leave. They have these big shoulder pads with the spikes on them and stuff like that. But the crazy thing about that was, and I knew, like, you know, he's older than us. But he was 60, and they say he died of natural causes. Man. And I'm like, that seems so young. And my yeah. wife said, do you remember when that seemed like it was old? I'm like, yes. oh, I do. I thought you died at 60. Right. And then you Gosh. realize when you become this age, you know, in your 40s, you're mm-hmm. like, oh, that's not too far off. It's a WWE thing. So, you know, obviously we have a bunch of fans of the Road Warriors Legion of Doom who listen to this show friends of theirs and all that so thoughts go out to you and their family today as we think about road warrior animal who passed away it's crazy because in my dreams i wish i was road warrior animal really yeah i want to have that confidence i want to walk out like hey nobody's going to stop me big old muscles and stuff like that that's how i want to picture myself in my dreams but i've realized over the last couple of nights my dreams still have my insecurities well you're it's your dream you should make your dream the way you want it Right? That's what I thought. I can design my dream to be whatever. So why am I not like, you know, a superhero? Why am mm. I still the guy who's afraid and running and, you know, nervous around girls and stuff like that? Hmm, maybe it's just giving you some truths about yourself. But I don't want those truths. I want to lie to myself. You want fakes. I want, I want a fake <laughs> life where in my dreams, like if I can't be cool and, you know, super muscular and, and really suave around everybody. Yeah. At least let me have that in my dreams if I can't be that in real life. So if you can't be Kane Brown in real life, yeah, you want to be Kane Brown in your dreams. In my dreams. Instead, I'm more like Charlie Brown in my dreams. <laughs> Who's Lucy? Uh, she pulls the football back. Oh, uh, yeah. That's, was that either you or my wife? Probably both of you at, the, at different times trying to make me fall and fail in front of people. It's just what y'all do. Enjoy to see me suffer. Hmm, I wonder why your dreams are like that. I don't know. Do you dream of yourself as a big, strong, secure woman? Typically in my dreams, I'm Margot Robbie. Yep, there you go. <laughs> the difference between girls and guys. <laughs> Brandon Baxter in the morning. Kelly Perry, I have one question for you. Are you ready to celebrate some local people? Let's do it. Let's do the birthdays. Happy birthday to you. Oh, yeah. Happy birthday to you. Ah, Happy birthday. Happy birthday. Happy birthday to you. Well, well, well. Time for birthdays for today. Thursday, September the 24th of 2020. Local birthdays, local celebrities. Here we go. Happy birthday goes out to our buddy, our pal, our co-worker, Lori Cartwright. Happy birthday, Lori. She is having a birthday today. She and I have worked together since 2002. Wow. Isn't that crazy? Sorry, Lori. Morning show for many years together. And yes, many apologies to her (laughs) for having to put up with me for all those years. So 
Happy birthday to Lori, who celebrates today. We'll all celebrate her and tell funny stories about her. And boy, are there a lot of them. <laughs> Let's move on past that. Happy birthday goes out to Debbie Aarons of Stuttgart, who celebrates Izzy Bond from Jonesboro, going to OBU. Happy birthday. Here's the thing about Izzy. Our first time meeting her, we're at Jonesboro High School. And uh, we're doing a broadcast with her, and she's on uh, one of the teams out there, the dancer that's here. Yeah. And she was doing her homework <laughs> during our show <laughs> at our table. It was pretty funny. Yeah, she felt very comfortable with us from yeah. day one. So happy birthday to Izzy Bond. <clears throat> we have Jimmy Keister celebrating a birthday. Jason Knight of Painway. Stephanie Hart of Jonesboro. Alyssa Holbert from Stuttgart. We have John and Paul Pickens of Jonesboro celebrating today. Happy birthday. Suzanne Proctor. She's the principal at Harrisburg Elementary. Suzanne Ray of Sunshine Proctor. Happy Literally, birthday. she is so nice yep. and Love friendly her. and over the top and funny. Good people. Right All of those great compliments. Happy birthday to Suzanne Proctor, who celebrates today as well. We have Laura Serrani of Stuttgart. Madeline Early of Westside is turning 10. Haley Potter of Paragould, 21. Brandy Graham from Walnut Ridge. We have Keely Weldon of Paragould, 18. Jesse Lamberth. Uh, let's see here, Westside Junior High football lineman, 15 today. Right. Uh, we have David Brazil from Mark Tree celebrating in McKenzie Martin of Swift and Turns, 28. And if you have a birthday today, we say this. We say happy, happy birthday, birthday to all y'all, and you celebrate with these celebrities. Hannah Brown, Hannah B, Alabama Hannah. She's 26 today from The Bachelorette. Yep. Ben Platt is 27. That's Benji, the magician in the Pitch Perfect movies. When I'm gone, when I'm gone, you're going to miss me when I'm gone. You're going to miss me by my hair. You're going to miss me everywhere. Oh, you're going to miss me when I'm gone. Happy birthday to Ben Platt, 27. Nia Vardalos is 58. That's the writer and star of My Big Fat Greek Wedding. Kevin Sorbo is 62. Of course, he played... Hercules. And what do you think of when you say Hercules? Something that's completely not even related. Just do it though. Hercules, Hercules. Was that SNL? No, it was, uh, I think it was, um, oh, Eddie Murphy. Okay. He, he was in a movie doing that stuff. And it was Hercules, yes. Hercules. Yes. I remember that too. Okay. And Mean Joe Green is 74 today, NFL Hall of Famer. And then he's the one that had that coca-cola commercial yeah that's a big deal 79 he threw the jersey to the kid that offered him a coke yeah down the they were headed out to the field that's iconic yes. one of the most iconic mm -hmm. television commercials of all time so mean joe green 74 today and happy birthday to stephanie mcmahon who is 44 today yeah she's the billion dollar princess of the wwe i'm never gonna be done lean on him now welcome to the queen Stephanie McMahon. I've never met Stephanie McMahon. Really? Met her husband, Triple H. But... So anyway, happy birthday to the billion dollar princess of the WWE, Stephanie McMahon, who celebrates today. Country music news. K-Fine. Country music news. On Brandon Baxter in the morning. So just what the world needs, another award show. <laughs> what the world I mean, legit. So... We've had the ACM Awards, we've had the Emmy Awards, we have the CMA Awards coming up, the Billboard Music Awards, and now CMT. They feel the need to get their award show in this year, it's too. It's a little confusing. 
So again, this is going to be the CMT Music Awards. Now, the, the cool thing about this is these awards are voted on by the fans, so you can impact the vote. That show airs on October the 21st. As far as nominees are concerned, a bunch of people came in at three nominations. Luke Combs, Ashley McBride, Dan and Shea Sam Hunt, Kelsey Ballerini, and Thomas Rett. They all have three nominations each. Again, you can vote on the awards, so you can make a difference if you go to cmt.com. Scotty McCreary has released a new song from his fourth album. The song is called You Time, and here's what it sounds like. Now and then I need to stop the spinning of the world. Yeah. And I need a little you time, you time, red wine. Sipping in the moonlight, your touch, your skin, your lips. Kissing on me all night. I ain't trying to monopolize your 24 7 365. But sometimes I need just a little bit of me. You time, you time, you time. That's catchy, Scotty McCreary and you time. So Kane Brown is talking about how happy he is to be a parent. Of course, he and his wife, Caitlin, have baby Kingsley at home. And he says that he's never felt love like he feels for this young child. And because of that, he wasn't really one to think he wanted to rush into having more children. But he enjoys this so much, he's actually thinking about baby number two already. And of course, like many of us, he says that he would love to go ahead and have that second child and have that second child be a boy. Yeah. And have the perfect mm-hmm. boy-girl combo in the Kane Brown household. You know, one song that we're hooked on in my house is a Kane Brown song. Mm-hmm. Kai loves a song, Be Like That. You got me thinking I might be better on my own. I hate you blowing up my phone. I wish I never met you. Sometimes it be like that, but I'm not myself. The night you're gone, there ain't no way I'm That's your country music news on Brandon Baxter in the morning. Brandon Baxter in the morning. So today's September 24th. Happy birthday again to our co-worker, Lori Cartwright, who celebrates today. We'll tell funny stories about her on the after show. Okay. (laughs) It's basically a roast. You have some good ones, don't you? Yeah, it'll be a roast. We'll roast her. Hmm. That's what we do. Yeah. The after show podcast. We do a regular show podcast, and every once in a while you'll get this bonus after show. Mm -hmm. Where we talk about like the things that we can't talk about on the radio. So Correct. if you're listening to podcasts, it's a podcast. It's the Brandon Baxter in the morning podcast. If you've never listened to a podcast, you can always let us be your first. Yeah. The Brandon Baxter in the morning podcast, wherever you get your podcasts. It's a lot of podcasts. Yeah. So September 24th of 1991, there were two big albums in pop slash rock music that came out. And sometimes when I see these things that I feel like speak to like our generation, mm-hmm. I want people to go back and reminisce and have these Mm -hmm. feelings. So September 24th of 1991, Nirvana released an album called Nevermind, and it had a number of really big hits on it back in 1991. This one makes me happy because I actually had... This album mm-hmm. in 91. In Bloom. Now, Kelly wasn't listening to this type of music when I was. You know this one? That's kind of a grunge kid. Yes, I was. Yes, I was. 
So the album Nevermind by Nirvana was released on this day 29 years ago. But also another iconic rock album came out on the same day. 1991, the Red Hot Chili Peppers released their album Blood Sugar Sex Magic that included this song. Think there's some memories of this? And this one was on that album too. What grade am I in in '91? remember all the cool kids in 91 liking that music so i had to try to like it too because i wanted to be one of the cool kids brandon baxter in the morning we are going to put you to the test today and allow you to judge for yourself are you a good husband or a good wife by the standard set forth in 1939 when yes. kelly was just a child would you quit saying that <laughs> So honesty, though, again, we've talked about this. Honesty mm-hmm. is the best policy. Of course. When I was in high school, mm-hmm. I was actually voted least likely to ever have a wife. So oh. look look how I've overachieved. I thought you were going to say least likely to be honest. Well, that's probably partially true, too. <laughs> <laughs> okay, again, these are standards set in 1939. So some things change over the course of that many years, right? Okay. Let's run through these, Kelly, and see what you think. These are signs you're a good husband. So guys. All right. See if this is you. You're nice to her friends. Sign you're a good husband. You remember your anniversary. That's the sign of a good husband. How's your husband at that? Good, because he did it on Valentine's Day, so he wouldn't forget. forget. Good, smart thing he did there. <laughs> this one says you're a good husband if you're kind to your wife, even when no one else is watching. Ooh. That's pretty good, right? Standards of 1939. You ask for her opinion. Sometimes it says, <laughs> again, this is 39, mm-hmm. a little bit different mm-hmm. than it is now. They say you're a good husband in 1939 if you let her drive your car if she needs it. I don't know if I would have done too well in 1939. And they say if you read the paper out loud to her, you're a good husband. Gosh. Okay, signs you're a bad husband, according uh, to the Times of 1939. If you flirt in front of her with other women. In front of her. You're a bad husband. <laughs> If you come, oh gosh. What? Um, Okay, hmm. read it out loud. What is it? I don't know. I don't know because I think all of us guys are going to be like, dang it. We did that on accident one time. Uh Uh-oh. If you compare. Oh no. Your wife. Oh no. To her mother. (gasps) Or your previous wives. Oh yeah. There's also a problem. They say you're not a good husband. (laughs) This is according to the standards of 1939. And this hasn't changed much. If you were talking about how your life was better before you got married. Oh, gosh. We joke about that often on the show. We? I. You're not a good husband if you don't say excuse me when you burp. And you're not a good husband if you criticize her in public. Okay. Well. All right. So husbands, think about that. Are you a good husband according to now? Because a lot of those hold up. They do. Even from the standards of 1939. Now, ladies, we're going to put you to the test coming up. Are you a good wife 
or are you a bad wife? We're going to do that coming up after Russell Dickerson. Brandon Baxter in the morning. All right, so we're using the standards set forth in 1939 to determine if you're a good husband. Oddly enough, a lot of the husband stuff, are you a good husband or a bad husband, is pretty much the same. Mm -hmm. Let's see if it stays the same for ladies. Because ladies, we want to put you to the test now. (sighs) Are you a good wife by these standards or are you not a good wife? This is just going to make me upset, isn't it? Well, I hope not. Well. But I just want you to be honest. 1939, okay. No, some things should never change. Being a woman, you should still be the same type of woman from 1939. Easy. Strong, independent. Okay. okay. Right? Uh-huh. Go ahead. <laughs> you are you are throwing daggers from your eyes I at just, me right now. I just, okay. Signs you're a good wife. You always serve dinner on time. See, this is what I'm talking about. What? See, this is just setting us you up. You stop. You stop right there. You're getting defensive over here because you like drive throughs <laughs> No, we're not home at dinner time. Signs you're a good wife. You play an instrument. Do you I play can, any instruments? I can play the drums. Yep. A little bit. What about the saxophone? No. Flute? Piano. Okay. By ear. Uh, they say that you're a good wife if you get dressed up before breakfast. Uh, I do. If you're a good housekeeper. Oh, I'm sorry. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> <laughs> you're a good wife if you always put the kids to bed. Well, they put themselves to bed now. If you run all of your big purchases by your husband, you're a good wife. I don't make any big purchases. <laughs> And you let him sleep in on the weekends. You're a good wife. Man, I'm killing it. These are all signs of the standards of 1939. Okay, signs you're a bad wife. Okay. Let me see here. No bells. I didn't get to do a bell for you. No, that's fine. You don't have a bell. Signs you're not a good wife include not liking kids. There's Kelly. That is not true. Being late for appointments. That is not true. Kelly, you've missed more days of work by just oh, not coming in. Hush. Well, I overslammed. I lost my phone. Signs you're a bad, but you're not my wife. Why is Never this mind. turning in? Yes. Signs you're not a good wife include letting your cold feet touch him under the covers. No, he does that to me. He does? He has cold feet? Yes. Leslie has ice cold feet. I'm like, <laughs> what are you doing? Get your feet off of me. Free somebody else. <laughs> you're not a good wife if you're a backseat driver. My wife freaks me out when I'm driving. He would say that I do that. She does it all the time. I'm like, you're going to make me have a wreck. Mm -hmm. When I hear her go, (gasps) No, I don't do that. No, she'll do that. Like, and if somebody's turning in, I'm like, I see them. He just gets mad at me when it's time to go and he doesn't go. And I'm like, it's green. Yeah, it's annoying. Signs you're a bad wife include a girl who gets jealous. Nah. And a girl who wears red nail polish. You're a bad wife if you wear red nail polish. You wild child. So it's a little different. Uh, yeah. The think? standards for guys and being a good husband are, are almost the same from 1939. But y'all, it is so much different. The standards of women. Ladies, right? we've come a long way. Brandon Baxter in the morning. So there's one thing that we got into the other night. Me and my wife got into it and I wanted to get your opinion on it. Um, because I decided as I pulled up at the grocery store, I had to get some stuff, right? Mm-hmm. It was like I needed little things that didn't involve dinner, but then I thought, hey, while I'm here, sometimes food just jumps out and yeah. you decide you want to change up your dinner plans. And I decided I wanted to do bacon cheeseburgers at home. Yeah. Right? I realized as I was doing that, that it might be cheaper to buy your bacon cheeseburgers at a restaurant than it is to make them at home. 
I know. That's always the predicament I get myself in. I'm like, I could just go pick this up instead of having to do everything. Right. But by by the time you buy the stuff you need and then whatever you want for the side and the drink, it's like, I think it would have been cheaper Mm -hmm. just to go somewhere and pick one up. And I wouldn't have messed up the kitchen or stunk up the house, as my wife said, Mm -hmm. because she, I decided I didn't want to go to the grill and I was just going to do them in my iron skillet. Yes. But it does. It makes the house smell. Oh, she's like, the, the house stinks because you did that. You're never allowed to cook inside again. And then those of us that have long hair, it's mm-hmm. like it's even when you wash your hair, that smell stays in your hair yeah. when you cook. Like, so ugh. You're making a bacon cheeseburger. You put bacon cheese and the hamburger meat in there. What do you put on it as far as a condiment? Tomato and pickle for sure. But as far as like the sauce. Oh, um, I like a little mix of everything. So you're talking mayonnaise, mayonnaise, ketchup, and mustard. All of it. Yeah. So I was telling them that I thought the way we needed to do our our bacon cheeseburgers was with mayonnaise, just mayonnaise and some tomato, right? And I thought that was going to be ideal. And my wife said, hey, get some lettuce while you're there too. And I didn't. Okay. I essentially refused to buy the lettuce. And the reason I refuse to buy the lettuce is because the lettuce doesn't add anything to it. Gosh. Like the lettuce to me, there's not really a flavor to it. So why would I spend the extra money on what was already going to be an expensive purchase and buy lettuce? If, if my husband was here, he would say the exact same. He calls it rabbit food. He was like, no one wants a crunchy, weird piece of rabbit food on a nice, juicy. Right. A warm hamburger. Right, because then, like, what happens a lot of times is the the lettuce just comes out in your mouth, and like you have a whole thing, and you have a whole thing of lettuce. Yeah, like what am I? I'm not going to eat this whole thing of lettuce. Do you think some people like the crunch? Maybe that that the the lettuce and the onion and the pickle offers um, in the palate. Yeah, but I thought that the crunch would have come from the bacon because I do my bacon crispy. Ooh, I like crispy bacon. So it's like, bam, you have the meat, you have the, I got the Hawaiian roll bun. So what's wrong with the lettuce? It just makes it a little bit extra crispy. No, it just, it was the, the money. I didn't want to pay for it. Because I was already spending money no, on other things. So you wouldn't get a dollar fifty head of lettuce. <laughs> okay, do you buy the head of lettuce when you buy it, or do you buy the bag of lettuce where you don't have to cut? No, it? that's lazy. I'm gonna save money and buy the head of lettuce and cut it myself. Not me. No, of course you're not. You're the one who's gonna buy the the pre cut fruit for nine dollars. Oh, calm down. Buy the strawberries for two bucks, buy the pre cut for nine. That makes me mad I'm too. Busy. No, no, you're not. People are busy. You're not too busy to cut a a little bit of an apple or something. I'm just telling you, lettuce, I don't think it has flavor, and I was not going to pay for it in that excursion. Your poor family never gets what they want for dinner. Oh, yeah, because everybody wanted lettuce on their burger. It changes nothing about it. <laughs> nothing changes if you don't have the lettuce. Just let us be. No, let us don't be. take it back. <laughs> it's Keith Urban. What? Brandon Baxter in the morning. Do you typically watch the ball drop on New Year's Eve? Most of the time I'm at home, so yeah. Yeah, see, we do too. <laughs> so it's always a big deal. New Year's Eve, they do the big thing in uh, Manhattan in Times Square. We yeah. all watch that big ball drop. And like Kai watches it too. It seems like he's watched it most years. Now, we're hearing this year that uh, the whole Times Square mm. party <laughs> is off. <laughs> like people plan on that. They travel right. from around the country. And of course, the locals go too. And they're out there, and all Lang Sign goes in New York. The song New York, New York goes. And you know, it's nothing that bothers me personally, but just to hear that something else is off, I'm just yeah. like, Ugh. I know. 
And I was having, I had a text conversation with a friend of ours who uh, works at Arkansas State. And it was kind of like, you know, the whole idea of let's all, we all want to get back to some sense of normal, mm -hmm. you know, and let's have our football, let's have our Halloween, let's have our Thanksgiving and Christmas and our New Year's Eve. And now we're being told essentially, hey, it's probably not going to be best if you do Halloween trick or treat. Right. We talked about that mm -hmm. on the show. Now, a lot of people on social media were saying, hey, we still want our kids to trick or treat. But is it smart to do that? Yeah. Thanksgiving is happening in November. Is it smart to be around all the family and you don't know where they've been? Especially mm -hmm. if you do like one of those big, like we used to do when I was young, we used to do those huge Thanksgiving celebrations. Everybody comes together from all over the country. Yeah. And it was like, I didn't know half of them, mm -hmm. but that was the deal. Then Christmas shows up and now in Times Square, they are going to do the ball drop and probably some performances. But again, there will be no crowd for the first time ever. There won't, there won't be millions of people down there wow. in Times Square on New Year's Eve. Brandon Baxter in the morning. So, congratulations to my good, close, personal friends, Hall and Oates. <laughs> Do you even know anything they sing? Yes, I know a lot of their songs. Mm. I was a fan because my mom was a fan. Okay. Name uh, Mr. Hall's first name. Is it Daryl? Daryl Hall and um, what Oates? Roland. Roland Oates. No, that is not correct. And it's not Quaker either. <laughs> That was my next one. Daryl Hall, John Oates. John, John. <clears throat> so listen to this. This is kind of crazy. They reached one billion streams of their song, You Make My Dreams. The funny thing is John Oates is talking about this, and he says, hey, this song wasn't even a hit when it came out. It never got that much attention back in mm -hmm. 1981, but the song became a big hit in the movie 500 Days of Summer. Mm -hmm. And now that song has reached one billion streams. See if you know the song that I'm talking about. You uh, make my dreams. You yes. know it? I love this song. Did you love it in 81? Uh, yeah. Or did you love it after the movie? I loved it after the movie Step Brothers, because it's also in that movie. What I want, you got, and it might be hard to handle. But like a flame that burns a candle. But candle feeds a flame. See, I know this song, too. Yeah, my family actually made a uh, video to this song. This one? Yes. So y'all are one of the one billion streams? Probably. It's so much fun. to Daryl Hall and John Oates. Wow. One billion streams of that song. Brandon Baxter in the morning. In an A-State update, the football game, the A-State football game scheduled for this coming Saturday at Centennial Bank Stadium, which was supposed to be, once again, the home opener against Tulsa, was canceled. Ugh. COVID. Yeah. And again, it's wreaking havoc as far as depth of position in some positions. And that's what caused the cancellation of this game. Now, the wild thing is we talked to Adam Hawkap from the Red Wolves Foundation. And he said, hey, you know, everything looks pretty good this week. And we're optimistic that the game's going to happen, et cetera. He sounded a lot more optimistic than he did last week. Yeah. You know, and uh, I was like, oh, there's a chance. Well, and then, you know, I was I had meetings scheduled for later on this week for my part of the game and all that stuff. And then. The news came out in the middle of the day, and Adam Hawkap said on the show, he said, but you never truly know until the game kicks mm -hmm. off. 
And that's what we found out. Now, the wild thing about this is, is if this is a second home game opener that was supposed to be, you know, a big game mm-hmm. and everybody comes out for it, that's been postponed or canceled. So we'll have to wait and see if they're going to try to be able to find a day to reschedule. They say they're talking to Tulsa, but that's going to be tough, you know, because there's only so many times, so many opportunities that you can schedule a game. And it was homecoming too. And I know a lot of people were, yeah. you know, everybody gets excited for that. Yeah. The homecoming court stuff and people mm-hmm. come back to campus. So it's kind of a mess out there. COVID is affecting all of us. But again, the game scheduled for this coming Saturday at Centennial Bank Stadium, A-State versus Tulsa, has been postponed. Brandon Baxter in the morning. So if you go back and listen to today's Brandon Baxter in the morning podcast, we will help you. We will help you discover if you are a good husband or a bad husband. Mm. If you are a good wife or a bad wife. And you need to know. Yeah, and we help break it down. Definitely. If you're honest with yourself, you will learn something today. Also on the show, lettuce be, lettuce be. Mm -mm. I do not want to buy lettuce because I believe it is doesn't have flavor, and I just didn't want to pay for it. Plus, a real big question for me is why in my dreams am I still insecure? Like, I would think in my dreams I'm Hulk Hogan. Not in my dreams, I'm Brandon Baxter, high school mm-hmm. kid. You also have a really good throwback Thursday today. Ooh, it's good, right? Yeah, like I don't even want to put one because yours just outshines everyone else's. If you want to see a hot blonde in Daisy Dukes, you got to go and check out my throwback Thursday. With his chest and abs showing in a blazer. Man, you talk about, like I was an Instagram model before Instagram. I mean, I have friends asking me to get copies of this for them. Oh, I'm sure. I mean, it's it's just like wildfire. Is it your friend TK? It's all of my friends. Uh, yeah, TK, Emily, Carrie, they all, all want pictures. Crazy. Yeah. It's just what I do, man. Yeah. It's just what I do. I know. So it's up on my Instagram, Brandon on KFIN, if you want to go and check that out. Also, don't forget, you can download the whole show, the Brandon Baxter in the Morning Podcast, available wherever you get your podcasts. Kelly Perry. What's on TV tonight? Tonight, football on the NFL Network. The Jacksonville Jaguars host the Miami Dolphins. Celebrity Family Feud. So I know your wife will be excited about that. The one-hour special of Own Your Vote. Our lives depend on it, on OWN, and the first season finale of Celebrity Game Face. Hope you guys have a great day, and we'll talk to you back here tomorrow morning on Brandon Baxter in the morning.